Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Millennial Learns. Thank you all so much for joining me and tuning in this week. Um, it is the start of 2022. It's January 1st, New Year's Day, and I'm very excited for a new year. Last year, it felt so long in ways and so short in other ways, and there were just some huge transitional moments for me. It was an okay year. I'm not going to say that it was like the best year of my life. It's also not the worst year, so... So fell somewhere in the middle. Um, if you haven't gone and listened to my year in review, go back to the episode before this and do that. You'll see some of those big transitional moments in my life. But either way, I hope you had a great 2021, a great New Year's celebration and Christmas celebration. And I am hoping for a great 2022 for everyone who listens here. So today I want to go over some of the like tips for New Year's resolutions. And then I'm going to talk about my New Year's resolutions and why I chose those ones. And I think, you know, I'm looking, it's looking hopeful. I think I've chosen some good solid ones that I can actually achieve. Sometimes I come out of the gate, like with a hundred New Year's resolutions that I can't really measure and I forget about them all. But this year I chose like five solid resolutions that I think I will be able to stick to. They're achievable. They're not too crazy and it will just make my life healthier and more put together all around. So let's go over those and get into some New Year's resolutions. Alright, so before I actually get into my resolutions, I wanted to go over a couple tips to how to choose your New Year's resolutions if you haven't already. I had an idea of what mine were until kind of this morning when I actually sat and wrote them all down and I realized that I was kind of making them too vague, like I can't measure the success of this thing or I was kind of way overshooting. So like, I was going to say work out every day, but it's like, well, I'm working out pretty much no days right now. So that's going to be such a drastic change that it might not work out. I've also realized some steps that I need to take to set myself up to, for success for some of these resolutions, because you can't just say like, okay, my day is already completely packed, but somehow I'm going to add in two hours of working out and, um, you know, you, you can't just like not prepare to try to meet these expectations. So, or try to meet these resolutions. So I've put together a little mini list of some helpful tips to try to keep New Year's resolutions. And this is things I've gathered from things I have not done in the past year, because I did not hit many in 2021, but things that I have used in past years when I've met my New Year's resolutions. So kind of fell off the bandwagon of 2021 because I just got too overachiever-ish, <laughs> but um, I'm back to some good solid ones this year, and these are the tips that I kind of followed. So my first one is to not make too many. Again, some years, if I really feel like I'm going on a good kick, I make like way too many, I make like 10. Really, you should only make a few so you can focus on them, and it helps if they're kind of spread out in areas of your life. So for example, like one's fitness, one can be like, 
you know, your faith. One can be um, eating well or something like that. It's easier to have it like spread out in areas of your life as opposed to like 10 fitness goals that might get kind of confusing. Like you have to track everything and then you have to work out seven times a week and all that. So just make a few goals and focus on those. And if you're really rocking your goals like a couple months in to the the year and you think that you can take on some more, then at that point, it's better to add them in as opposed to starting with 10 or 20 goals and then having to knock a few off to make them manageable. So just start with a few. The other one is to make them measurable. This is kind of like the SMART goal. Um, a lot of people have heard of SMART goals and one of those is to make them measurable. So just saying like, I want to eat better. You can't really, it's hard to measure that. You can kind of feel if you've been eating better or whatever, but there's not really like a very specific way to measure your success. So instead, I would say something like, I want to stay below 1500 calories a day, or like, I want to eat three servings of vegetables a day or something like that. I want to drink this much water per day because you can actually measure if you drink that amount of water or if you ate that many vegetables. So um, I've been trying to make mine more measurable. And then another one is choose your why. This is like, this is like a kind of a cliche, choose your why. But it really is important to figure out why, like what the benefit of your, to your life will be um, if you make this change. And also there's a very important thing about making a change. Like you need something to run to. So how will your life be better if you make this change? But there's also a lot of value in figuring out what your life will look like if you don't make the change. So if you keep eating the way you're eating, what will your life look like? You know, and so that way you have something to run to and you have something to run away from. You're running towards a heaven and running away from hell, as Jordan Peterson would say. So that's some of the best advice I've ever heard. Like choose something you're running to and something you're running from because that gives you a lot of motivation. And that's just been, I think that's like one of the best tips. Choose your why for why, how this will be a benefit to your life and how not making a change is very bad for your life. Um, and then the last one, I've talked about this before, but is to make it like set some prep work for your goals. Don't just say, I need to add, I need to run for three hours a day when you don't have three hours a day in your schedule that you can block out to run. You need to set, you know, some time aside to achieve these goals or um, set up a meal plan if that's one of your goals or make sure you have a treadmill that's available to you. You know, like having some prep work to say like, is this an actual attainable goal with the resources and time that I have right now? I think that always helps. So for each one of these goals, I have done those. I'll tell you some of my prep that I have done to try to like make this attainable reminders that I've set, things like that. Um, and I will share with you my why. So I have five new year's resolutions and let's just dive right into my new year's resolutions. So the number one resolution that I have this year is to go to bed at lights out. Now this seems very minuscule, but I firmly believe that this will be the most influential thing because here's what happens. So I go 
to bed. Like we go to bed at a reasonable hour, like 10.30. And I would feel pretty good about that. Like, okay, 10.30 is a reasonable time. I used to go to bed really late. And so this feels better to me, like 10.30. But what I kind of realized is like, we have lights out at 10.30, but I don't actually go to bed at 10.30. Like most of the time I go and that's my time to like watch YouTube videos, listen to a podcast, go on my phone, scroll Instagram. I am not a morning scrolling type of person. I don't really do that much in the morning, but I do at night. And I've brought Jordan Peterson up already in this podcast, but he always talks about like how if you waste time, you're just, you're wasting a lot of potential, like a lot of your earning potential. A lot of people waste like four hours a day at least. And I always thought like I most of the time have my days pretty packed and I don't think I'm wasting a lot of time. But then it hit me, like I usually waste like two or three hours between when we actually go to bed and when I fall asleep. That's all wasted time. And then when I stay up that late, so let's say I go to bed, quote unquote, lights out, 10.30. I'm on my phone, I scroll, whatever. I fall asleep at like 12.31. Well, at that point, there's no way I'm going to be waking up at like 5.30 or 6 to go work out and do like a whole morning routine that really sets me up for the next day. So everything gets pushed back the next day. I wake up at like 7. I have to start working immediately because we are on like a 10-hour work schedule. So to be done at a reasonable time, I start at 7. And so I just end up not working out because really because I have just been scrolling on my phone the night before. So it cascades into my whole next day. So my number one New Year's resolution that I am so determined to not break is going to bed when the lights are out no matter what. We're going to try to go to bed at 10 instead of 10.30. I don't really think that matters as much. I need to be actually actively trying to fall asleep whenever we go to bed. And I think that'll just be better overall. My next one is... Um, working out five days a week. I think this one will come so much easier with my uh, bed at lights out rule because again, like if I'm waking up, I mean, if I go to bed at 1030, my body naturally wakes up at like 536. And that's plenty of time to go do a 30 minute workout on the stair stepper, come back and be ready to work by seven, like do a quick shower and all that. So like I can get ready really quickly if I'm waking up at six and my body almost naturally wakes me up at six if I go to bed at 1030. So I don't think that one will be terribly hard as long as I stick to the the other one. Now to kind of help myself with this prep, and this was with a lot of these, I have set aside a better schedule. So I like took out an Excel sheet. I did a Monday through Thursday, which are my work days schedule, which have been typically the hardest to work out, podcast, all these things for me. So I've set aside time every day of like when I'm going to bed, when I'm getting up, what's my workout time, what's like my shower time, my work time, hobby time, things like that. So I have a workout time slot in a schedule five days a week in a Google calendar. And then I also have time the night before, like every night to plan my day for the next day. So I have a general outline for each day, but if anything changes or I need to tweak anything for the next day, if I I have like a doctor's appointment or something I need to build into my schedule, I have time to do that the night before. 
So that's like my, my prep for that. And then my why for that one, pretty stereotypical and obvious. I really want to get healthier this year. Last year I was about this level of unhealthy and I went on Whole30, I lost this weight and then we got so lax when I moved into my brother and sister-in-law's house because there was just so much going on. There were all these like life changes, I guess, and not to blame any of that. I should have just been healthier, but I'm now back at like my unhealthiest point. So I do want to get a lot healthier and I have just not been working out that much. I don't feel as good. I cannot tell you how amazing I felt after the whole 30 diet. I've literally never felt better in my life. I had so much energy, all of that. But I know that the whole 30 is just not realistic right now. I'm living not in my own home. Like we're moving from here into my aunt and uncle's. Like to have every single person cater to this whole 30 thing is not really going to work. So I'm waiting till probably mid year to do that when we just have, we're in our new house. It's just my husband and I, we're both on the same page. We can both do whole 30. It's just much easier that way. So instead of making this unattainable whole 30 goal, I'm going to say, let's just work out five days a week, try to eat a little bit better, and let's just gradually get healthier and in better shape. Okay, my next goal is to make my bed every day. Now this is, you've probably heard this one before, but there's all this science and all these studies that say if you make your bed every day, you feel more productive and you get a lot more done in the day because, hey, I've done one thing, let's go try to do another thing. It spurs you on into being productive. I have been typically very bad at this, but we just got these amazing new king size shams, this great new quilt. Like our bed is beautiful when I make it now. And so I'm just like, listen, I'm going to, as part of my morning routine, build it in to make my bed every day because I do feel a lot better. Like making my, I've noticed that making my bed every day or on the days that I do make my bed makes me want to clean my entire room and my whole room is like spick and span. And when I don't for a long time, my laundry gets late. Like I don't, you know, clean as much. And then my bedroom's a mess. So the small step I'm going to be taking to be better at cleaning is to make my bed every day. And I think it'll spur on more good habits like that. The other thing that I've blocked out on my schedule is a time for Bible study every day. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be like, I blocked out 30 minutes because I do want to start like journaling or, you know, doing like a devotional or something like that. But I don't exactly know what that looks like yet because again, I haven't been very good at this previously. Right now I do you know, a Bible study episode of the podcast every week. But sometimes I literally read like all 30 chapters in one day and it takes like four hours and it's kind of overwhelming because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so many notes to take at once. So this is another thing that is supposed to spur you on. So I don't know what my actual Bible time every day will look like because it probably, you know, I'm going to be finishing the Bible in a year, like in January, I think. And so I don't want to have to say like, okay, I'm going to read five chapters a day of the Bible. I don't know what the morning is going to look like, but my resolution is to open my Bible every day and at least read one verse. And even if I only read one verse, 
I'm going to meditate on that verse for a while and that's going to be my verse of the day because I just need to open the Bible every day and I've heard a lot of people have great success with like doing this as a resolution, saying they're going to at least open it, read a verse, and then that kind of spurs them on to reading more and they get in a really good habit of it. So I have blocked out a schedule, uh, like a scheduled time for Bible study and we'll see as the year goes on what I actually end up filling that with or what routine I go down like it might just be reading for 30 minutes a day it might be praying for five minutes and reading 25 minutes it might be journaling for 15 minutes i don't really know but i have that time blocked out for bible study every day and yeah i just think that's important like sometimes i read the bible too analytically or i'm reading like things about the bible or i'm listening to sermons and i just don't think it's a replacement for actually getting into the bible and actually letting it speak to me and letting god speak to me and having my quiet time basically every day with God. And I have been not that great with that, even though I've been reading through the entire Bible. So I want to give myself that time and block out that time as a priority every day to just spend some time with Jesus every day. So I think that'll be really, really beneficial as well and a good way to like center everything before the day begins. And then my last one, I said I had five. My last one is to podcast more regularly. My schedule is Monday, Thursdays, and I think I've tried to add on so much. Like I tried to do YouTube and whatever and all of this. And I let like the actual schedule of the podcast slip. So I'm stripping it all down. I'm just doing my podcast. I'm pretty much not going to touch my YouTube unless I have like some great idea for some video to do. But I just want to get back on the Monday, Thursday schedule not miss anything and then send out a website blog reminder um every time a podcast goes live so that people are aware they get an email about it and things like that um i will probably throw in some actual just blog posts that aren't podcast related onto my website and do all that but my number one priority like social media ish wise is to podcast a lot of times in the second half of this year i got late so i was like posting bible studies on fridays or saturdays when it's supposed to be on thursdays or i've been pretty good i think with monday episodes but my thursday ones have kind of been slacking and again that's part of that is because of the thing where i didn't have bible time scheduled out and so i would just have to read like four hours of of bible at a time and that's just not really that sustainable and then it would end up getting pushed a couple days so Um, I think this schedule out Bible study every day and like having a schedule every day will really, really help with the podcast. And I gave myself three episodes of like being able to post late or missing an upload just because, you know, things happen in life. So I said I can miss three or have three be late over the whole year. Um, But I'm getting back to my Monday, Thursday schedule. So expect them every day or every Monday and Thursday at 7 a.m. mountain time and they will be up because I am holding myself to this one. I just notice like everything feels way better if I have my podcast ready, set and ready to go, scheduled to be released at 7 o'clock the next day and it all just just works better. There's definitely more listens. The algorithm pushes it more. So like it's all way better. People know when to expect the episodes. So that's obviously great. Um, So yeah, it just all works way better. 
So those are my five New Year's resolutions. I'm very excited and hopeful for this year. I really think like I'm kind of on the brink of things where I've started to like get all these habits in place that are good and I've started to become more self-aware in certain areas where I'm like, okay, that doesn't work for me. So I'm going to try this new thing. So I think this year, I feel like it's going to be one of the best years, at least from what I can actually control, like my schedule and my like free time. I can control my free time. I can control what I eat. I can control if I work out, you know? So those things that I can control, I think are going to be great this year and hold me accountable on this podcast schedule. If you notice that my podcast is not up at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, shoot me a DM and say, where's the podcast? Because um, I do not want to get off that schedule. The other thing, for the new year, we are doing the states. So instead of the Bible podcast on Thursdays, we are doing the, the history of each state of the United States but we're not doing them alphabetically. We're doing them in the order they entered like statehood. So Delaware is up first. If you didn't know, fun fact, Delaware is the first state that ratified the US constitution. And so they will be up first on our list. We're going to finish out the rest of the Bible study podcast, which will, I think, go till the end of January. Uh, I think I'll have to double check my schedule, but it's going to be done pretty quick. We're going to go quickly through the last uh, part of the Bible here. And then we will be on to the history of each state, which I'm very, very excited about. Monday will be more, um, will still be just a regular topic um, that we have been choosing. So like faith, politics, history, or science, I guess. Um, I've been really into kind of science and health stuff too. So um, it'll be one of those big topic areas. Um, I'm doing a lot of religion stuff. So I've been really, really curious about different like uh, branches of Christianity in particular um, or just different faiths, I guess, in general. So I think in the next couple weeks, we'll have one on what Mormons believe, what the Amish believes, what Jehovah's Witnesses believe. And I have all those kind of prepped and ready to go. So be ready for those. They're going to be very, very interesting. I've learned so much about those and I'm just excited for you all to listen to the podcast in the new year. So thank you all so much for being here, for listening, for all your support. If you haven't yet, make sure to go rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and I look forward to seeing you all in the new year. Get ready for a podcast episode on Monday. Have a great New Year's everyone. Bye.